Hello and welcome to the Intentional Grounding Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, my name is Noah Downs. I'm your co-host. I'm here with Luke Bisson. How are you doing, Luke? Oh, I'm good. What what a draft. It literally just ended about 45 minutes ago. Huh. Yeah, we are we are looking. That was an incredible draft. It was terrible for fantasy, in my opinion. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was an exciting draft. Both of our teams, my Redskins and your uh, Cleveland Browns, had incredible drafts. I, I loved what we did. And so did Pro Football Focus. So um, I'm happy that uh, I like it. Yeah, what did Pro Football Focus say about my Redskins? Nothing? You don't know? Okay, that's fine. It's fine. It's cool. Whatever. You don't care, do you? Oh, sorry. Actually, I lost you for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that, is, that is over the internet podcasting, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so what we have today, we don't have any – well, obviously, we have a little bit of news um, in terms of the podcast, but we're just going over a quick recap of the draft we just had. So what we're going to do is we're going to hit every offensive player that was drafted going – player by player, all through the rounds. We'll give you a little quick burst, focusing on rounds one and two because they'll have the most direct fantasy impact. And then focusing after that, we'll kind of do a lightning round through three, four, five, six, and seven. Ready to get started? Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. So, shocker, 101, Jared Goff, LA Rams. That is not who I thought was going to go there. Really? You actually thought it was going to be Wentz? <laughs> no. Okay, I was going to say Wentz. <laughs> this stuff has been chalk for 10 days now. Oh, I know. It's 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 been even longer, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Goff to the Rams. He's going to have an instant fantasy impact. Um, uh, if you are in a redraft 12-team league, you don't need him. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in a dynasty league, 2QB, mm-hmm. pick him up. Um, but I don't think – I think you can get him on the secondary market otherwise in dynasty. I would agree. I would agree. I, I think of both of these guys, you can basically – if you're in a if you're in a super flex or if you're in a two QB, I may take Goff mid first round, and sit on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, even in a two quarterback, Wentz wouldn't go into the second round for me. I mean, he's going to be sitting there all year. You know, uh-huh. I, I really do think that uh, Philly is going to let uh, uh, Bradford go the whole entire year. I agree. I I think so. And speaking of good segue straight into Wentz at the one hundred two, also Chuck. Um, and like we said in, in redraft, you do not care. In dynasty, though, uh, if you're in a quarterback premium like Luke was talking about, two QB league, sit on him, grab him in the second round. Um, he he could be something. Uh, he's going to sit behind Bradford. Anything else to talk about there? Uh, not really. All right, let's move on. I told you, folks, this is lightning. So my favorite pick of the whole draft because I have the 101 in a couple of leagues, Zeke Elliott. Running back Ohio State goes to the Dallas frickin' Cowboys at 104. <laughs> it, it was amazing. I was I was asked uh, in a uh, Hangouts chat uh, what I thought uh, the separation between the 101 to 102 was now. Actually, the 101 through the 104. And I typed in 101, and then I pressed Enter 20 times, and then I pressed 102, and then twice, and then 103, and then twice more, and then put 104. I mean, the, <laughs> The the distance now between 101 and the field is incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you could trade me the 102 and 103 to get 101. No, I, you would need, you man, you need all, all three of those and maybe even next year's, you know, 2017 first. first. Yeah, right. 
Uh, I, I think that, that that's just incredible. Zeke going behind that Dallas offensive line, hand-selected by Jerry Jones. Yeah, I mean, forget about Alfred Morris, forget about Darren McFadden. Zeke is just going to run the show, and he's he could honestly – he he's gonna set the uh, he could set a rookie rushing record. Mm-hmm. How does he not come in and after like two good weeks become the RB one in fantasy? I think he's gonna be the RB one in fantasy leading into the season. Yeah, I agree. You know, so and uh, well, you can't put a price on that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's the RB one in fantasy. <laughs> so, oh. basically, guys, if you don't have the one hundred and one, you don't have Zeke, and if you don't have the one hundred and one, you're not gonna get Zeke. So. Mm-hmm. Moving on, the next pick was kind of a shocker for me, at least. You're you're a Cleveland guy, but I'll let you talk about it. Corey Coleman went to Cleveland at the 15th overall pick. I was happy with it, at a standpoint that I think that uh, I would rather have someone like him than a Will Fuller, who was right. the other guy that was rumored to go to the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I like about him is his uh, versatility and the things that he can do on the field. Um, and I think that he will be able to grow in the offense that – uh, uh, Hugh Jackson is trying to uh, to bring. Right, I agree. I think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna excel there in Cleveland. And it's interesting. You've got the the Baylor triumvirate. If um, <laughs> jo- if Josh Gordon comes back, you'll have RG three Baylor Bear throwing to Corey Coleman and Josh Gordon Baylor Bears. So yeah. speaking of, you hinted at it. Will Fuller went at to Houston at the twenty first overall pick, and this started a run on receivers but I really really like Will Fuller going to Houston because he's going to stretch the field he catches hands like a duck he catches balls like a duck um he's he, his hands are just weird it looks like mm-hmm. they're broken um when he tries to catch the ball but he's going to take the top offense really going to help your DeAndre Hopkins oh absolutely he, he catches the ball like he's trying to do it backwards if yes. you sit there and watch him he, it's like he's like he's sitting there with a the jugs machine catching balls off of it when he's trying to receive a ball, you know it's really weird, um, but yeah, he uh, he should do well. He's going to spread the field. He you know he knows his four routes and everything, and I think they're going to be able to do good things with him. You know, right. it's just it's going to take time. Yeah, and so I think that he's good, and he might actually he might actually have some uh, fantasy value leading into uh, redraft leagues. So my second half of the season, uh, mm-hmm. dynasty leagues, I kind of like him. Um, Washington, that's my skins. Went ahead and took Josh Dotson. Surprise, actually, to me at 22 overall. Um, and what this I think spells the end of is Washington realizes that okay, they've got a good future prospect in Jay Crowder, um, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon's contracts are coming up, and now Pierre Garcon's contract I think it's 7.8 million or 8.7. Yeah, 7.8 million. Yes, looks really expensive. Uh, Pierre Garcon might not make it to the preseason games. I, I would agree. I don't see him making it, uh, and I think that he's going to fit in nicely and play the part that's needed. To, Josh uh, right, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think that Josh Jackson will fit in really well. Obviously, you know my love affair for him, but this does drop him on my board a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Corey, I'm a Coleman is ahead of him for me. Yeah. You know, ahead of it, but yeah, I, he drops a little bit too. Well, this next one, uh, Laquan Treadwell, the third in this run, was taken at 23 overall. He went to the Minnesota Vikings, and oh my God, I love this. He's he's a he is a wide receiver one going to a team with a young quarterback that really needs a wide receiver one. Yeah, he's going to be an excellent possession receiver. You mm-hmm. know, he's going to have Stephon Diggs on the outside catching the uh, the balls and everything going down the field. Uh, but uh, 
man, Treadwell, he's going to be able to thrive. Yeah, I really, I really like this. And Treadwell uh, went up my board, as you know. Mm. He was my uh, 104, and I think I've, I've raised him a little bit from that. Um, whereas Doxon was my 102, and I've dropped him a little bit from that. And finally, to round out round one, I told you, we're going quick. Uh, Denver traded up a bunch to grab Paxton Lynch, which means to me Paxton Lynch is starting in Denver this year. Yeah, well, someone's got to. I mean, yeah. now, I've, I've read reports saying it's that they're going to keep Sanchez in there, but um, how many times have you seen a team say, we're going to have this person starting by game two or game three, well, rookie starting? Let's, let's put that another way. How many times have you said, have they said, we're going to have Mark Sanchez start, and by game two or game three, somebody else is starting? <laughs> we're just one butt fumble away. <laughs> oh, man, I hope there's another one. That will be amazing. <laughs> but uh, So, yeah, I like Paxton Lynch. I think in uh, redraft leagues he'll have some late value because that's a high-flying offense, but they're still going to be led by their defense. <laughs> um, I like his I like his movement ability. But um, in dynasty leagues, I'd actually, I kind of put him ahead of Wentz. Yeah, I, I I would think so. I think he's gonna have a, a clear path to start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're doing it in dynasty and you're okay with waiting, Wentz may end up being the better overall quarterback over Agreed. time. But you know, I mean, if you want to get something out of it this year and then try to move him, uh, you're gonna want to go with Lynch. Yeah, I agree. So if you need that quarterback, go ahead and grab Lynch. Otherwise, grab Wentz. Um, I think both of them are second round. It's just whether it's early or late. Mm-hmm. I would agree. So moving on to round two, uh, the 204, San Diego took Hunter Henry, which I kind of like because they just moved on from Ladarius Green, and now they have an heir apparent, in theory, mm-hmm. to uh, Antonio Gates, the dinosaur. I, I, I like it too, I mean, but I feel that also at the same time they had to do something like this. Uh, they had to take care of the tight end position because all it takes is one injury to Gates, and what do they have? Nothing. So at least here they have something there is that safety net. Thing though is, tight ends take two to three years. So yeah. we'll see how it works out. I think Hunter Henry's going to be the guy that gets overdrafted. Oh, I agree. I agree, which is fine with me. Yeah. So at the two hundred nine, <laughs> the Giants took Sterling Shepard, and I think Sterling Shepard will be an excellent complement mm-hmm. to Odell Beckham. I think he's going to have some instant fantasy value and. He was around the 106, 107 for me, and he definitely jumped up into my top five. Oh, yeah, he's my 105, like, solid 105. Well, fine, then. Just, <laughs> just go out there and say it. I was giving the guys a ballpark oh, estimate. But. He went up there and curb stomped Lenante Carew. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll he's... that later. Yeah. Much later, apparently. <laughs> we'll talk about that much later. Um, Tennessee went and said, screw you, fantasy players. And drafted Derrick Henry at 14th overall in the second round. And what this does is it means that not only uh, is Derrick Henry going to fall on everybody's dynasty boards, but uh, so is DeMarco Murray's value tanks. Um, And that's just going to be a crazy upsetting backfield. I I just don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they went from having a a hodgepodge last year of no names and everything between like Cobb and and stuff like that and then all of a sudden they were like you know what we're gonna go out and get DeMarco Murray and I was like finally you know they went out they got something he's gonna be the workhorse back and then they go get Derrick Henry and it's like who's gonna be the workhorse back yeah so I think uh Derrick Henry because he's a physical freak Uh I think Derrick Henry is actually good in the long term because DeMarco Murray is going to fall apart because he got so much tread from that 2014 season. 
Mm-hmm. Well, um, he took last year off, basically, though. Yeah, that's true. He did. He yeah. He what did he get? Like less than a hundred carries. He probably got more than that, but a little somebody, bit more than that. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, comparatively, he definitely he didn't take it off. He was basically giving it off. Yeah, he he was he was for all intents and purposes in a horrible situation. But I I do think that this just muddles the field in redraft. You this drops Demarco Murray, and you're not drafting Derrick Henry until maybe a flyer really late. Right. Um, and I will I will say this though. Um, uh, DeMarco Murray has injury history prior to that year where he went off in Dallas. So if he, you know, if he is to get injured and everything, you could have Derrick Henry stepping in as that clear guy by the right. end of the year. So he's still a first rounder at this point based on the list of where everyone else landed. Yeah. But he's low, low for me. For me, he almost falls out of the first round, and it's really just a question of preference at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, uh, the. That New Orleans took uh, Michael Thomas out of that's Michael Thomas out of Ohio State, yeah, um, at two sixteen, and I really don't. I like this not so much for Michael Thomas, but for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it's. I'm not sure if it's going to be quite exactly like what they had with Colston while he was there, but you're going to get somebody that can stretch out the field just a little bit, but where he's going to work his best is he's going to work on those short to intermediate routes. He's a very, int- like, very very intricate wide receiver, and I think you're going to be able to see them work with him and get him to expand. Right, I agree. Um, so I think he'll have a little bit of value. In Dynasty, I have him at the, as a late um, first, early second, but I could be convinced to move into my mid first. Mm-hmm. And, and um, in terms of redraft, he's not going to have much value for you this year. I would agree. So moving on. New York Jets took Christian Hackenslashenberg, um, a quarterback out of Penn State, which made no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it, basically that was them saying, you know, hey, we want uh, Fitzpatrick back this year, but uh, you know, once again, we've got all the, uh, we got everything on our, cor- in our in our court, so sign the dotted line with a smaller amount of money. That's right. So I think there, this is just leverage over. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's going to end up. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to end up signing back with them. So, really, this is a this doesn't mean much for you in terms of redraft. <laughs> and for a dynasty, I kind of like it in the long term because Fitzpatrick is not going to be a long term answer. Um, but, as far as fantasy goes, I hope Fitzpatrick resigns. But from a football fan, I would love him to stick it to him and make them have to start Hackenberg the first year out. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I think that's one of my meh picks. Um, I, he's a third rounder for me in Dynasty. Um, and Cincinnati, finally ran, rounding out round two, Cincinnati took at the 24th overall pick, Tyler Boyd, which I really kind of like because you got A.J. Green, Brand LaFell, and Tyler Boyd there in Cincinnati now. Yeah, I think he steps in as the wide receiver, too. I mean, LaFell... Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, LaFell is an outside guy. You yeah. know, Green can basically do whatever. So you're going to have Boyd. He's going to have the middle to do whatever he wants, and he's going to have Tyler Eifert there to help him out. He'll be fine. Yeah, I think so. So I think Boyd will give you some returns maybe the year after this one. Um, <laughs> but who knows what's going to happen after that 2017 draft. He's he's a second rounder for me right now. Okay, yep. Um, okay, lightning rounds. We're going to kind of just fly through starting at round three. Um Let's go with Miami taking Kenyon Drake. Do you like it or not? Um, I do because, well, I, I like from a fantasy standpoint, I, I like it in the sense that I think he's going to be a good, nice fit. 
But for Jay Ajayi, I think this spells running back by committee. <laughs> so yeah. I hope you traded him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Atlanta took Austin Hooper, tight end. And I like this because Austin Hooper runs good routes. He's 6'4", 254 with the seven-second three-cone. You know I love those three-cones. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the end of Jacob, Jacob Tammy in Atlanta. Yep. Yes, I, I agree with everything you said. Cool. Uh, for you, take this one. Houston drafted Braxton Miller at 22 overall in round three. It's going to be an interesting thing. It's, you know, it's a Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. He's got steps that, you know, going in the right direction. Uh, and I think that this Jalen Strong basically is out the door. Yeah. Oh, you know. do you think really? That sucks. Yeah, well, come back, come between this and the next guy they signed later in the draft, there's two of them that they got. Uh, so I, I think between, uh, you know, Braxton Miller, I think, was the signing where they're basically they're going to build him. He's going to be able to do stuff. Uh, I like him across from Nuke, mm-hmm. but I, I, I wish I could have seen more in college. I do not like them taking him in the third. I think he would have been there. I think they went more on his projection and his metrics than what he can actually do at this moment. Agreed. All right, so keeping on with the lightning round, we got Leonte Carew going to Miami, and this is a death knell. Let's go ahead and take a quick moment of silence for Carew's value. One, two, three. Okay, good. Yeah, so I know you were really high on Carew. Just say something real quick about it. I I was, but I mean, but he's the wide receiver four there now, you know, unless he can somehow leapfrog stills. But honestly, looking at it, eh, you know, take him second, mid-second, late second, early third if he's still there. But just know you're going to be sitting on him for a year or two. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of sad. Uh, CJ Procise, this really shook things up for me. Uh, CJ Procise running back went to Seattle, and I think this just kills um, Thomas Rawls. Well, it doesn't kill Thomas Rawls. Thomas Rawls is still the supposed starter, but CJ Procise is good enough to unseat him. Oh, I totally agree. You know, and I mean, and not not to spoil too much, but they took another running back later in this draft, and between those two, that's another guy. I hope you moved him. Yeah, because you got to remember, Thomas Rawls was undrafted, so they actually put some stock in these guys. Um, New England took uh, Jacoby Brissett, quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't care. He's backup. Um, Cleveland took Cody Kessler, uh, quarterback. You don't care. He's a backup. I don't think right. he's going to charge you three. No, only only part that's relevant to this is that Connor Cook was still sitting on the board at this time for both of those picks. Exactly. So finally, we round out round three with Nick Vanette of Seattle. He went to Seattle, rather, and again, that doesn't matter to me. Jimmy Graham's there. No, not right now. We'll see what happens with Graham first. Yeah. So moving on, round four. Finally, Connor Cook goes uh, to Mm -hmm. Oakland. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah, what? I mean, they traded up like four, 12, 14 picks to get, get Connor Cook. Yeah, traded up with the Browns who moved back and everything and gave up two extra picks in this draft to get him. It was very interesting. That's insane. But I don't, I mean, I, Derek Carr is the starter there. I think Connor Cook is just a little bit of depth, um, unless there's something I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Um, in Dynasty Leagues, I think he's a third rounder, maybe fourth rounder. Um Baltimore took Chris Moore, wide receiver. There's yeah. there's so many receivers in Baltimore right now. I really don't care. He's a good flyer later on in case because Steve Smith's going to retire eventually, but I don't think he fits the same role. Um, the L.A. Rams took Tyler Higby. I do like this. Tyler Higby's fast, and he's kind of a field-stretching tight end, which you don't normally think about. You think of tight ends as um, kind of like, oh, I need to block. Oh, I need to run the short routes. I'm, you know, not very doing much. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, Tyler Higby is 6'6". I think he's a good version of Jordan Cameron. 
Yeah, I would agree. I think that it, you know, I mean, all they have in front of him is Lance Kendricks. Yeah, and you know, so. what, what that means to me is that Tyler Higby, whether he's ready for it or not, is going to come in as a starter in, for the Rams. Yeah, well, starter or they're going to share time. You know, I mean, it, it's it's really hard to say if they're actually going to let them do it. But I mean, come on, it's you know, it's the same guys that decided to go off and get Gurley at ten last year. So exactly. So um, then uh, Malcolm Mitchell, wide receiver, went to New England at the fourteenth mm-hmm. overall. I mean, New England's terrible at drafting wide receivers. <laughs> I know the first thing I thought I was like, well, not taking him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think if if you're going to take him, folks, I would take him maybe in the third round. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good value in the third round this year, I think. Um, Cleveland took Ricardo Lewis, wide receiver. Yeah, and as, as a guy that likes, you know, I think it would work, but it's a projection pick. Yeah. You know, they want they want him as a slot guy, and he's got to build up to being a slot guy. So we'll see. Yeah, where did you take him in the draft? Uh, off of the waiver wire, week six. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> L.A. Rams took Pharaoh Cooper, wide receiver, and I I love this. I love this okay. pick. He he shoots. He's early second for me, late first now. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a, I'm more for me, it's like mid-second, but yeah, I, I feel you on it. Yeah, I mean, because uh, what else do they have out there? Brian, quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Houston takes Tyler Urban running back, and he's going to sit behind Lamar Miller. Yep, he'll sit there, and uh, I think he's going to be a nice uh, change of pace back. I think this spells the end for your uh, Jonathan Grimes and Alfred Blues. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kansas City took Demarcus Robinson. He's a wide receiver. Uh, I don't really care about this. Kansas City throws to, like, they utilize one wide receiver and their tight end, and then they run the ball heavily. Mm-hmm. The game managers, they don't break it open. I think um, it, it, he's worth a flyer later on in case, because Alex Smith has to retire someday. Right, I, I would agree. To me, it's to me, it's it's man, it's a non-story. Yeah, <laughs> I wish they would have gone with somebody with a little bit more. Uh, uh, I just think it was a bad pick. Yeah, me too. Uh, Baltimore took uh, Kenneth Dixon, which is just terrible because I really like Kenneth Dixon. He was a first rounder for me, and then he goes mm-hmm. to Baltimore, where the running back situation is just the absolute worst. Oh, I know. They have Buck Allen, Lorenzo Taliaferro, and uh, uh, Forsett. And so, Richardson. I mean, yeah, and Trent Richardson now. So now they've got five guys. And uh, <laughs> I do think I do think that Kenneth Dixon can push himself ahead of those guys, though. Um, so it might be worth something. It might be worth a flyer in the mid-third to late-third. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd even if I have multiple seconds, I would snatch him up. I yeah. really do think that he's going to do something. Right now, this next pick is very interesting. Dak Prescott went to Dallas um, at the thirty seventh pick in the fourth round. Is that right? Thirty seventh pick? Oh yeah, compensatory picks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <so Dak laughs> not Prescott, a, not a typo. <laughs> yeah, not a typo. Dak Prescott went to Dallas, and Tony Romo keeps falling apart. I like Dak Prescott. I don't think he is starting material, but he's going to get some reps in a two-quarterback league. I think he's worth a late second, early third, maybe. Yeah. Um, And I think he's currently the heir apparent to Tony Romo. Yeah, I think he's going to be a two-year sitter, which, honestly, I think he's going to need. And it's kind of refreshing to see that type of – Set up in the NFL. I mean, years ago they has to, that used to happen all the time. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Carson Palmer. Yep. So I I really do like Dak Prescott. So I I, I will probably end up getting him in a two quarterback league. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver took Devonte Booker. Ah, uh, running back. 
after re-signing both C.J. Anderson and Ronnie Hillman. Which doesn't make any sense. So, and Juwan Thompson's still there, my boy Juwan. Right. Um, so I think that, uh, I mean, Devontae Booker will probably beat out Juwan Thompson. He'll probably beat out Ronnie Hillman, but then he's still got to get past C.J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. So it's worth he's worth a flyer, actually. I think a late second is good for him. Because um, he does have that three-down back ability, but you know, it just it, it stinks to see him go to such a bad situation. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to your Cleveland Browns, Seth DeValve, tight end, who I don't know who this guy is. Honestly, I had to look at it too, and I, I can't discern anything. I didn't have time to look at film or anything like that. But uh, the reports that I saw on, on like the internet and whatnot, which you can totally believe because it's on the internet. The internet. Uh, basically was like uh this is dumb so i am <laughs> abstaining from judgment until i can look but at this time i mean if it's true it's true it may have been just a bad pick i don't know and finally one that i kind of don't like because you guys know how much i love tyrod taylor cardale jones went to buffalo um mm-hmm. i think this means that tyrod is going to start this coming year uh, but they're kind of getting insurance uh against uh in case tyrod doesn't pan out i would agree with that i think that uh you know they're trying to use this almost as leverage for when that comes around. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so I, I kind of uh, I think that Cardale is a non. He he didn't show much in uh, college. That he was in the wrong system. But I I don't really. I mean, take him in the late second, early third if you're in a tight QB premium league. Mm-hmm. So moving on to round five, uh, Tennessee took Tajay Sharp. We like Tajay Sharp, who was a wide receiver. I don't like him going to Tennessee. I don't either. Like 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 their running back committee there, their wide receiver core is starting to get a little uh, full too. Yeah. Um, so there's not much to talk about there. I, I think he's worth a flyer just in case something happens to another one of mm-hmm. their wide receiving cores. Uh, Oakland took DeAndre Washington running back. Why don't you talk about this? I think he's going to be a great pass catching back coming out of the backfield. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he will take away a lot of those targets from. Latavius Murray, but uh, I don't know. I mean, for some reason, they keep they keep letting Murray do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good. I don't like Latavius Murray. I'm I don't like either. I, I was, you know, no, he's not good. So DeAndre Washington is a great guy to keep an eye on, especially mm-hmm. since that's going to be a high-powered offense, I think, going into here. The Giants grabbed Paul Perkins running back um, in the in the fifth round. I really do like this because uh, they're, they're – Running back situation is fluid. I don't think it knocks out Shane Vereen, um, but I mean, it, it means that Rashad Jennings is definitely old. Yeah, I, and that's what it is. I mean, he's the heir apparent if he can pull it off, which I think Paul Perkins can. Yeah. But you're probably going to have a Vereen Perkins backfield going into 2017. I agree. Um, Jordan Howard, running back, went to Chicago. This doesn't do much to upset your Jeremy Langford shares, but it will turn into a running back by committee of Jordan Howard hits. Oh, yeah. Another guy that if you could, you should have gotten rid of him. It's too late. It's too late. Um, well, you could probably get something for him and say, oh, it was just a fifth-round pick. But I, I think fifth round is still good draft capital, and Chicago is going to use him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia drafted Wendell Smallwood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, this is a nice little guy. <laughs> yeah, it's this is an odd story. Um, oh, just to, sorry, to go back real quick, I, I want to make sure we give draft picks for each of these guys. Paul Perkins, I would say, is a mid-second rounder. Jordan Howard is a late third rounder for me, and Wendell Smallwood is a late third rounder for me. Oh, wow. See, Smallwood for me is uh, off the waivers. Oh, really? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, for me, he's a fourth, so screw you. Um, <laughs> you can have him. Uh, yeah. So then Cleveland took Jordan Payton. Receiver. Why don't you talk about him? Uh, uh, let's see. I like him a lot. Let's see what he can do. Pull up my little charty chart. Hey, you need to speed this up, dude. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> So I like Jordan Payton. I think he can do some things. And the part that I like the most is I think he's going to fit well with what Cleveland needs. My only problem is at the end of this um, uh, entirety for the draft and everything, Cleveland took four wide receivers. Yeah, they did. So compared to what they already had, I don't. I have no idea where people are going to fit or what they're going to expect. So I like it. I just hope they actually work with his strengths and make it work. Right. I, I, I think he's a fourth rounder for me. So, um, Buffalo takes Jonathan Williams running back. He's going to sit behind LaShawn McCoy unless LaShawn McCoy uh, gets uh, indicted and gets suspended, in which case he's going to sit behind Carlos Williams. Uh, and that is the story. The Williams and, and Williams connection. He's the Williams and Williams. It's like a law firm. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's a shame, too, because Jonathan Williams is one of the few guys that were that had the talent to be a three-down back, and now he is buried as the RB3. Oh, I know. It's really cool. Hmm. I just I just realized that I can see the fireworks from the Richmond Flying Squirrels baseball stadium from my balcony. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kansas City takes Kevin Hogan quarterback, and he's just going to back up Alex Smith. Yeah, I saw that in my first one. Yeah, but but I do think that if he sits behind Alex Smith and learns, he could be something good. He could be. You know, I mean, he definitely could be. It's just it's a wait-and-see thing. You know, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't be drafting him at all in any format. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to grab him until 2017. And actually, no, because the 2017 quarterbacks will be much better. So, yeah, yeah. Kevin Hogan, sorry, you're not going to be on my team. Uh, Green Bay, and I always pay attention when Green Bay drafts a wide receiver. They drafted Trevor Davis, which means to me he's good. Yeah, it means he has good metrics, and uh, he had decent enough film to get drafted. Yeah, uh, They have a little bit of a, a pileup going there as well between Janice and Aberderis. Yeah, But what I like about it is I think that he could easily sit and he could pass Aberderis because Avadaris really hasn't done anything except just be that metric guy that's there. Except look like the alphabet vomited into a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just won Scrabble. <laughs> so but, I, I do yeah. kind of like that pick. I'll grab him probably with an early third. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyreek Hill is another running back that went to Kansas City. Wait, hold on. Didn't Kansas City just take another running back? Anyways, um, no, they didn't. I'm just... They just took a quarterback. Um, Tyreek, sorry, ignore me. Um, fireworks. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a running back that went to Kansas City, and this is a non-story. It, it really is. I mean, they have Charles, they have West, they have Ware, mm-hmm. they have oh, D'Anthony, or what is it? D'Anthony Thomas. Yeah, I mean, who's a converted wide receiver because he couldn't find work on the running back, you know? So, I mean, he's just there taking up a space, you know? Honestly, he'll probably get... Practice squad. Yeah. And it's fifth round, so that's okay. Yeah, uh, Seattle, and this just this just spells the end of Thomas Rawls for me. I think Seattle takes Alex Collins. Yeah, I mean, come on, you have Alex Collins and you got CJ Procise there. Yeah. Uh, not only does it spell the end for Thomas Rawls, but it it also kind of spells the end of any relevancy for either of those two in this draft coming up. Oh, I know, it's kind of sad. 
So I know. Um, where would you take Alex Collins, Collins, rookie? I would take him at this time, late second. Oh, okay. That's earlier than I thought. No, I would take him that high. Just, but it, it's not. It doesn't speak towards my faith in him. It's more so it speaks to the just the talent that's going to be there at that time. That's true. Plus, I mean, I think Seattle kind of invested in their O line a little bit. So, oh yeah. Um, so then Cleveland takes another freaking wide receiver. That's two in this round. Yeah, this and Higgins was literally the best. Richard Higgins for everybody out there. Right, sorry. Yeah, Richard Higgins was literally the best route runner in this draft. So I like the pick a lot. But once again, Corey Coleman, Coleman Richard Higgins, Peyton, Peyton. You know, where are they all going to fit? I mean, if Gordon comes back, well. <laughs> but anyways, Jeez. you know, they're gonna have a great practice play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on to round six. Um, Denver takes Andy Janovich fullback. Why did you put that on here? From here, these are just the guys that were drafted. <laughs> okay. Okay, interesting. So uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll point out the highlights real quick. Uh, in the sixth round, there's one for me. There's two for me. Is there? Okay, okay. Well, for me, the one that stands out is 631. That's mm. where Mike Thomas from... Um, uh, Miss. Yeah, from Mississippi. Uh, that's Southern, where, Southern Miss, yeah. Yep, Southern Miss, yes. Uh, he uh, he went to the uh, Rams. And I do like that because I think anybody that goes to the Rams in terms of wide receiver could have value. Right. I mean, they have Tavon Austin. They have Brian Quick out there. And Is they Kenny all... Britt out there? Oh, I thought Britt moved. He may be. You know what? <laughs> but he's, it's to me, yeah, exactly. To me, he's a non-issue. I mean, he he's a straggler. But, yes. like, they, but they also have Farrell Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let's get, wait. Oh, yeah, they did. Yep. And no, Tyler no. Higby is their tight end. So I mean, so they have some weapons now. Well, no, hold on. Also in round six, LA drafted Tamara Kimingway as their tight end. Yeah. We don't care about that, do we? No. Okay. Um, so <laughs> like we said, Andy Janovich was a fullback from Denver that went. Oh, fullback that went to Denver. You don't care. He's a fullback. Right. Tamara Kimingway, tight end, though, to LA. I like Higby a lot better. So now. Nah. Now these round seven guys. These no, are... we're not done with round six. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. David Morgan, tight end, went to Minnesota at 13. Oh, yes. In round six. And you know how much I love David Morgan. Oh, but the problem man. is he's behind Michael Pruitt. But I think he's going to unseat Michael Pruitt. Don't tell me that. I know. You You just spent a bunch of draft over, capital on Michael Pruitt. Over five, what was it, $5,000 on a $100,000 budget? Oh, yeah. I Hate auction leagues. Oh, I know. So <laughs> Kyle Rudolph is going to break again because he's made of actual glass. Yeah. Um, and uh, Michael Pruitt will get unseated by David Morgan because, as everyone who listened to last week's podcast knows, I love David Morgan. Oh, God, I hope you're wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're <laughs> probably a, not. He's a good blocker. He's better than Michael Pruitt at blocking. Yeah, that's true. And so he's gonna get on. He's gonna get on the field immediately. He's a little slower than Michael Pruitt, but he's got a. He, I mean, he had a six nine three three cone. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I, I I did it last week. If you want to hear about David Morgan, go to last week. I love this spot for him. He turns into a late second for me, if not mid second. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's my guy. Um, okay, round seven. Let's finish this up. All right. Chicago, Daniel Braverman, wide receiver. Love it. Oh, I know. Really? I love it. Dude, think about it. He, now he, they have White and they have Jeffrey on the outside. Yeah. You know, 
Braverman can sit there in the middle and just take up the short yardage. You're right. I think actually now that you say like, well, what about Eddie Royal? I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me check his pulse real quick. <laughs> hey, go Hokies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Daniel Braverman, actually now that you put it that way, I, I kind of like him. Why would you take him? Uh, well, for me, for me, he's still going to be you know, a third rounder. I mean, it's not like he's shooting up. But unlike a lot of these guys, I can see a path where he gets on the field in a year. You know where he's got some actual like value, whereas a lot of these guys they need to project that value. Still, he already has those tools. He just needs to get the opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, the next pick we got in round seven is Detroit took Dwayne Washington, running back. I don't. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Zach Zinner owner. I'm a Theo Riddick owner. Well, not only that, but honestly, Dwayne is a projection. You know, yeah. he's a he's a projection guy. Dwayne is uh, six foot two, two twenty six. I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to get a, a thumper. Yeah, that and, does, that's uh, lungs doesn't collapse when he gets hit. He's <clears throat> ex-inner. Oh yeah. Well, this may also speak to the fact that they're not a big fan of Ridley. You know, they signed him to have as a body more than anything else. Yeah, he's going to be a training camp body, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then New Orleans took running back Daniel Lasco, which we do like. Oh, absolutely. Lasco being there, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at a Pierre Thomas type. You're looking at yep. a Darren Sproles type. I, I think he's going to fit that mold. And as long as the offense really hasn't changed that much, which I don't think it really has, it still has Breeze and it still has Peyton. So, Where would you take Daniel Lasco in a, in a rookie draft? Uh, I think he's going to have second-round value, but I'd probably still get him in the third because I think he'll stay in – I think he'll be there in the third. Well, the thing is there's not that many people ahead of him in terms because – Right now, we basically just said, oh, here's your first 12. And then we said, oh, hey, here's a bunch of third rounders. <laughs> yeah, well, well but it's, it's, which is funny because if you looked at this draft set up the way it was going, the, the value in this fantasy draft that was, that's coming up this year is the, val, you know, the value of the second round and the third round and everything because you know, the depth's good. Yeah. Well, the depth just got crushed by opportunity loss. Yeah, it's just terrible. So I mean, I mean, I when I first started playing Dynasty, it was 2014. That was a brutal year to start Dynasty. You got spoiled. Oh, of course, I got spoiled there, and I even got spoiled last year. So I mean, this year, <laughs> kind of like so. How do I get my hands on Elliot? <laughs> you beat me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then uh, moving on, New York Jets took Sharon Peak, wide receiver, which I kind of like because Brandon Marshall's gonna die someday. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of in terms of his end of health career, not actually dying. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> both um, uh, Decker and uh, Marshall are cuckoo clock. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's actually on time today. Wow. Uh, both of those guys are you know on the wrong side of thirty, so they needed to start getting you know wide receivers out there, and I like it. I think he'll sit, but I think in two years he'll have value. Don't you think uh, Quincy Inunua 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 Quincy? What's that wide receiver's name there? Uh, a new, a new, a new noir. A new I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're on record saying that now. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So, um, and then my Washington Redskins take Keith Marshall running back. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it was an excellent. It was a great value grab at seven twenty one. I think that he's going to be able to do some great stuff. He's just going to need an opportunity. And at five eleven two nineteen, he should have it. Yeah, I think I, I would take Keith Marshall in the second round. Yeah, I would agree. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, <coughs> excuse me. I had some guy uh, 
today asked me, uh, well, you know, well, they didn't take anyone there, so Matt Jones is safe. And honestly, after that right there, even though it was a seventh rounder, I mean, he he may be safe, but he's going to be put on a very short leash. Oh, yeah. I think Jones, because he's got fumbling issues and injury issues. Yeah. So Chris Thompson isn't much of a competitor either. Keith Marshall's got a good line. I would take him second mm-hmm. round. Um, finally, let's go to a UDFA that has already signed since the draft came out. This guy, he's my boy. Uh, he was on the phone within for the first 20 minutes after the draft ended. He was on the phone with four different teams. His name, DJ Foster. I don't know if you've heard of him <laughs> or if I've, you've heard me talk about him. Sounds familiar. Familiar, DJ. I don't know. I don't get it. Was he the guy that ran that <laughs> six seven five three cone? Um, but yeah, he is a running back wide receiver. And where would we want a running back wide receiver to go? But. Oh. The Patriots. He just signed with the Patriots. <laughs> like, holy cow. Oh, man. I, I love it. crazy. He's, 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 where? Okay. Everybody out there knows how much I love DJ Foster. Luke. What? Be, be what? my, be my not bias. Where would you take DJ Foster in the rookie draft? <laughs> okay. All right. Knowing I, that he's at the Patriots. Knowing he's at the Patriots, he, for me, as of right now, would be a mid to late third. One reason why. Yes. One reason why he would be higher, but his draft pedigree dictates that anything goes wrong and he's gone. That's right. But, but he's, he's on the board now. He's definitely on the board. He's definitely on the board. <laughs> Sorry. I'm really happy. About that. Hey, that's no problem. While you're talking, I'm scanning through real quick, seeing if there's anything of note. Uh, Roger Lewis, the wide receiver out of Bowling Green signed oh, yeah. the Giants. Uh, I don't care about that. Yeah, I really don't either. But uh, besides that, anything has, else that's popped has, up yet? Has uh, Braylon Addison signed anywhere yet? Oh, man. I will check for you. Uh, while we're on here, though, Brandon Wilds, a running back I talked about two weeks ago, he signed with the Falcons. Oh, that's awesome for nobody. Yep. Because Tevin Coleman and uh, 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 Devontae Freeman are there. Um, Braylon Addison, last before right before we got on the pod, he, he had been on the phone with two different teams, so he might have signed by now. I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, man, Devin Kajust, he was a wide receiver from Sanford that people were talking about for a bit. He went to the 49ers. Oh, I like that. He might actually have some value. Uh, Trey Madden, the uh, running back from USC, uh-huh. <laughs> went to Seattle. Okay, goodbye, Rawls. Rawls is gone, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he's not gone. His value is gone. <laughs> yeah, but his value is shot. All right, and yeah, and that's uh, that's it as of right now. Anything that's uh, I love that. So, so go ahead. What are your top five in your rookie drafts right now? A top five basically for me go like this: you've got Elliott, you've got Treadwell, like as the position receiver from Bridgewater. He's number two. I'm taking Coleman number three. I'm taking Doxon four, and then as of right now, I'm gonna take um, uh, Sterling Shepard number five. I take Zeke Elliott at number one, Coleman at two, Treadwell at three, Shepard at four, and Doxon at five. Wow, you're giving RG three some uh, some props there to put uh, Coleman second. Hey, I think I think that RG three can do it, but I think the, the the lack of anybody else to throw it to will be good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so folks, that is our 
uh, draft recap. If you have any questions, please email us at intentionalgroundingff at gmail.com. What is that, Luke? That's intentionalgroundingff at gmail.com. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter at groundingff. Uh, you can follow Luke at intentional underscore G. Uh, we tweet out news notes and everything. You can download us on iTunes, uh, Intentional Grounding. We have a green logo, as you know. Uh, you're probably listening to us there now. And, and so we'll we'll have some more info out for you. Hopefully soon we'll be updating as people sign both on our Twitter. Again, that is grounding F, at GroundingFF, and Luke is at Intentional underscore G. Yeah, and if you find us on iTunes, uh, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review, and uh, give us a five-star, please. And uh, if you don't give perfect. us a five-star... Hold off rating us until you can message me, and then we'll work something out so you can give us a five star. <laughs> we'll trade some draft picks. Yeah, I'll trade you some draft picks. All right, <laughs> cool. So uh, Luke will trade you some draft picks. Whoa! So, <laughs> thank you so that. very much for listening, <laughs> folks. That has been the NFL draft. I am Noah Downs, and, and I'm Luke Bisson. And it was good to talk to y'all. Thanks a lot, guys.